A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, welcome to another ArsCast on ArsBlog.com in association with ClassicFootballShirts.co.uk. As you may hear or may not hear, I've got a bit of a cold, so if there's any sneezing or coughing, it it basically means I've been been too lazy to edit the thing out. Uh, This one is being put together in rather a hurry, I have to say, and you might think, that fucker has got a whole week to do these ArsCasts, there's only one a week. But the problem is, you see, when you play a game on a on a uh, Wednesday night, you've only got the Thursday to get the thing together. And imagine if you have to do something on the Thursday that you don't normally do, which means you've got less time than you thought, and then everything's sort of just all up in the air and you're juggling all these pieces of audio and trying to put them together and trying to find out anyway. Uh, just... To let you know, uh, production values are, are going to be certainly lower this week. Uh, comedy values, uh, yeah, pretty much non-existent, I have to say. And overall, the, the general quality of the thing is, is going to be pretty poor. So if you feel like turning off now, I won't blame you one bit. But but if you can stick with it between now and the end, we have got Arsene Wenger Hawkins. We have got the man in the bar. We've got a blog chat with Gilberto Silver from Gunner Blog. And uh, hopefully... Uh, some other stuff, but I can't promise that. Now, since we spoke last, what's happened? Uh, on Sunday, we played Bolton in the FA Cup, and uh, those horrible bastards came to the Grove and, and got a 1-1 draw. As usual, we gave somebody the, the lead, but I uh, dragged it back uh, through Colo Toure's bouncing, ridiculously soft header. Uh, but I think a draw no less than we deserved. And most of the talk this week, and quite rightly too, is about what happened on Wednesday night during the Carling Cup semi-final. A 3-1 extra time victory over the old rival Spurs. It was very nice to give them that glimmer of hope and then take it all away from them in extra time. Uh, would have preferred to see us win it in, in uh, regulation time, but what can you do? Good goal from Adi Bayor. I do stand by my point that I made on the blog. I would have much preferred him to celebrate with Rosicki and, and uh, the people that made the goal for him before he did the dance with Henri. I have no problem with him doing that dance once he uh, celebrates with those guys first. I just think it's uh, a little bit rude, a little bit of bad manners, but maybe that's because uh, I'm the distinguished and and well-mannered gentleman that I am, I would always shake the hand, a firm handshake, by the way, none of those fishy things, with the man who gave me the pass for the goal. In my football career, I I certainly have always, always done that when I've scored a goal. Both times I've scored a goal in all my years of playing football. My goal-scoring record isn't particularly good, but then I am a defender, so, you know. Uh, Anyway, uh... On the night, uh, great performances, you know, pretty much from, from everybody. I'll discuss uh, individuals with Gilberto Silver in the blog chat, but just want to mention Danielson, who looks a real, real prospect. He looks very, very exciting. And, uh, you know, for a guy who's only uh, in England six months and only 18, 19 years of age, he looks the business, very excited and looking forward to seeing a lot more of him between now and the end of the season. What else happened? Well, the transfer window closed and uh, there was one 
piece of business involving Arsenal. Seb Larson made his move to Birmingham permanent uh, in a £1 million deal. Good luck to him. I like him. I think he's a good footballer and I think he'll go on to have a, a good career. Um, another piece of business which affected Arsenal was Matthew Upson moving from Birmingham to uh, West Ham which seemed a very strange one to me because West Ham are, no matter how much money they throw at it, in real, real danger of going down. Birmingham can come up. They're in the second automatic uh, promotion place. Uh, even if they didn't come up, you would have thought Upson uh, could have gotten a move in the uh, in the summer, no problem, to a premiership team. Um, but it looks like he's gone for the money. Arsenal get 25% of the £7.5 million transfer fee, which is a nice business. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, the way Upson has been injured uh, and the number of times he's been injured, and he was out a uh, number of times with quite serious injuries, and Birmingham looked after him, and, you know, uh, for him to turn around and join West Ham at this stage is a little bit wrong. I think, I think, and it would be only right if West Ham got relegated and Birmingham got promoted. It would be right and hilarious. Of course, there was one other incident this week of, of great Arsenal interest, not directly, but certainly uh, something that made a lot of Arsenal fans smile. Uh, we'll come to that a little bit later on in the show. Now then, uh it's time to welcome back the curliest Arsenal blogger on the block. And with my sincere thanks uh, for taking a last-minute phone call so I might actually have something to talk about during this particular uh, Arscast, it's the man from GunnerBlog.com. It's Gilberto Silver in this week's Blog Chat. Okay, this week on the Arscast, we welcome back our curly friend, Gilberto Silver. Hello. Hello. Uh, obviously, everybody's in a... In a good mood at the moment because of uh, that display uh, last night against Spurs, which sees us into the into the Carling Cup final. Uh, as mentioned on a previous Arscast, when you look back to November, serious doubts about you know the direction the team was taking and whether the manager was was going uh, had done the right thing by putting so much faith in youth. But it, it seems to have paid off, doesn't it? It does indeed. Yeah, and you know, I mean, both the Carling Cup side and the first two side last night sort of two were amalgamated a bit but there's a winning mentality there and in every game at the moment you expect the side to go and win and even if they go behind there's a confidence about the team when they come back last night Spurs equalised you feared a little bit for the young players you know the momentum was with Tottenham they were sort of the pundit's choice I think at that point but they showed you know the will and the quality to come back and win and that's sort of typifying what's happening at the club at the moment it's it's uh, lovely to watch. Uh, let's start with uh, one guy who's who's caught the eye in particular over the last uh, over the last couple of games is Danielson. Uh, it's sure. almost like having another Sesk, isn't it? Because um, I know people have okay, you and I on our blogs and and many other people have sort of we've talked about Alex Song not being good enough for Arsenal, and people say give him a chance. He's only nineteen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you you look at a guy like Danielson. Who can come into the team and do that, and it just shows you the, the difference in class, doesn't it? It's pretty amazing. I mean, if you consider where he's come from, he's come from Sao Paulo, playing Brazilian football. The amount of time it takes professionals who are 24, 25, 26, if you look at somebody like, like Batista, his first few performances in this country, and then you look at somebody like Danielson. Is pretty remarkable. It might be that he's at such a young age, he's just helped him to adapt so quickly, to learn so quickly, but he's got real composure on the ball, very similar to Sesk. 
it's funny because people are already asking the question, you know, oh, well, can they play together? Are they going to play together? I think it's a little bit early for that sort of thing, but he's definitely should be considered part of the first team squad on the basis of these performances. Uh, yeah, can't argue with that at all. Uh, and he seems to have got a, a very healthy right foot on him, doesn't he? And not afraid to take a shot. Yeah, I mean, he had a few shots last night. If they'd been either side of the goalie, they would have really tested him. Unfortunately, he sort of hit them pretty cleanly and they've sort of a lot of them quite, you know, towards Robinson, but either side, and he could have had a couple of goals. Unlike Fabrias, who has, it's taken him a quite a long time to get that confidence to have a shot from range, you know. Yeah, Robinson is a very big target, though. It's sort of difficult to avoid him, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I might be asking a bit much, to be honest. <laughs> uh, OK, from, from one extreme, shall we say, t- to the other, uh, the great sort of white hope, well, not white, I suppose, that's wrong. But the great hope was was Theo Walcott at the start of the season, who came in, looked impressive, uh, did good things, but really seems to be in a in a rut at the moment. Do you think uh, what he needs is more first team football, or or a spell out of the team to sort of regain some confidence? I think it was going pretty well with him coming on for sort of the last twenty minutes in games. You know, when teams are tiring, the space created, he was able to exploit that with his pace. Walcott is a funny one. Like I saw him play a few times at Southampton, it's hard for me to know exactly where his strengths lie because in terms of sheer technique, it's not very often you see Walcott pull out a great piece of skill. He seems somebody who at this stage is pretty reliant on his pace and you know his, his movement. And I think you know towards the end of games is when he's at his best. And funnily enough, when he came off last night, he was starting to get into the game. I think what Arsene thought was because he was getting that space put a player in who perhaps will use it better. So delivery, you know, and that's what happened with Fizitsky and it brought two goals, so you can't really complain. But with Walker, I do feel that a spell out of the side might benefit him, give him sort of brief substitute appearances in which he can, you know, exploit that space, get back to his own game and not deal with the pressure so much. I mean, if we're looking ahead to the Carling Cup final already and which youngsters will play and which won't, he has played, started every game in the Carling Cup, and yet part of me would be a little surprised to see him start the final. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. His uh, his, his impact seems to be seems to be greater coming on as a sub, as you say. Um, up front, I suppose, with Batista back, Ali Adier will, will start, and I hope he starts. Uh, he got a good goal last night, didn't he? It was a very, very tidy finish and a good reward for uh, for a guy that's worked hard in this competition who could... In, in realistically, I've been at Middlesbrough by now. He could indeed, yeah. I think he will start. I think he will start. I think Batista will start. I think Hoyt will start. Almunia will Nielsen will start. So there will be a strong core of these sort of string players, if you can't even call them that anymore, in the first team for that final. Hoyt is a is a somebody I just want to touch on briefly because uh, Clichy in seasons past always looked like he had uh, the potential to be a good player came back in and, and I suppose maybe people were a bit including myself a bit too quick to, to cast judgement on a guy who'd been out of the game for a year he's really seemed to have uh, come into his own in the last few games but Hoyt has just got his head down worked hard and steadily improved his game you know during this run in the team it's nice to see a, a young English guy do well isn't it yeah well I, I wasn't a big fan of Justin Hoyt I um 
when he was first at Arsenal, when he first started breaking into the team, he was, he was actually about to break into the team a couple of years ago because Lauren picked up an injury and then Hoy himself got injured and it was a bit of a blow to him because then Abue came in and he really fell behind. But when he went out on loan to Southampton, he played at left back and uh, he did a sort of tidy play and I was quite impressed. They went down, but he as an individual was one of their better players. I think most Sunderland fans will tell you that. When he came back to Arsenal this season, I was surprised. I thought by the transfer deadline, 31st, whatever it was, I thought he'd be out, actually, because with Abue there, Gallas came in, he can play there, Juru, Vangakish repeating, can play there. I was surprised that Hoyt stayed, but he got his opportunity, and I did worry about him a bit at first, but he's really improved, and last night, I actually thought he was one of the outstanding performers. I was really impressed, and I think Abue is fantastic going forward. You know, I was a bit disappointed that it wasn't available last night because I would have liked to have seen him on the right of midfield because he's got great penetration but Hoyt defensively might look like a more solid option he's uh yeah he's steady and uh seems to seems to have grown in confidence and looks to do more with the ball now than than just sort of you know give it to the to the nearest man he's becoming a bit more adventurous which is good let's um look ahead very quickly to to Saturday sure uh I suppose this again is is a is a big test after the uh, the joy of beating Spurs and getting into the final and and everybody talking about how great the young players are. This is another one of those games, quarter past five on pay per view <laughs> up yeah. north. The potential this is a this is a banana skin, really, isn't it? Because Borough, okay, not a particularly great side, but on their day, they're they're a match for anyone. They've beaten Chelsea this season, so uh, we've got to be careful going up there. We do, and I, I really hate Middlesbrough. I can't stand Southgate. I would hate to lose to them and to him particularly. Is it his face that you hate? Because it looks... I don't know how to it explain... It is slightly odd, yeah. It's quite sort of craggy and misshapen. It's, it's that is shrinking, a good reason isn't it? to hate somebody. It's, it's sort it's, of shrinking. It is pretty freaky. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't give that as grounds for not giving him the management thing, you know. And his teeth are enormous. be a manager, but your face is completely wrong. Yeah. It's a good reason not uh, no, to give I someone hate... a job, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rhoda, funnily enough, he's got a funny face too. Maybe that's what you need to get past these rules. In the northeast, in particular, having a funny face sure. probably isn't as big a hindrance as it might be in, you know, in London. In the south. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's continue about Borough. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they've got some sort of quite good players. Yakubu, Duka, you know, they they can score a goal. Um but our side as well, we'll have players, you know, presumably you'd be thinking out of buyer will start. He's played 120 minutes. Um, we haven't got any other options up front, really. Uh, and unless we go with the 4 5 1, of course. And, you know, I just feel sometimes on the back of these wins, there's all this expectancy, and it sometimes comes back to bite us. But if we could go to Middlesbrough and we could win and we could build on those victories of Blackburn and Liverpool, it would be a big thing for the club because Liverpool are in great form in the Premiership and beat West Ham quite convincingly the other night. And uh, we need to keep pace with the, the rest of the top four. Yeah, true. OK, finally. Finally. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It was a tragedy, Finally. tragedy. What happened to Ashley Cole, isn't it? It's terrible. It's terrible. Have you been and able to stop because... crying? No. no. I'm crying now. I'm fighting back the tears. I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> I think I could be crying we. Yeah. Um, yeah but... You're crying tears deep, deep in your intestines. Yes, yes. Tears of, of pus. Uh, it's funny because I was at the game and I got a text. My brother's a Chelsea fan. Boo, hiss. And he sent me a text saying Ashley Cole's being stretched off. And I just sort of declared this to the rest of my stand, the rest of my block. We got a rousing cheer. But funnily enough, that was literally a couple of minutes before Armand Traore uh, went off with what I thought at the time was a serious injury. But at the end, he was fine. So it was good because I was like, oh, no, that's karma. Because I was laughing at Ashley. Traore's gone and got a knock. But then he was walking on at the end. And I don't think... Well, I actually, think, wasn't walking. No, he wasn't. So, I think it was just a bit of cramp for Traore. I, actually, yeah, I, think I think so. what really happened was uh, he got too close to to Robbie Keane, and the stench made his knee break. Made his knee cramp up. <laughs> so do I. He looks like Desperate Dan, who's had his face smashed in by a mallet. And you have to know. He I is. mean, you you probably wouldn't know, but he's got the sort of face uh, that a, a Dubliner would hate. He's just got just one of the Yes, it's just worries just... he's going to steal everything you own. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Big lower set, you know. He's just. It's I... a different kind of face from the Southgate Rhoda face. It is. It's more, uh, more break into your house and and like you say, steal everything you own, rather than sort of Southgate and Rhoda would be the sort of people that might peep around your shower curtain to have a look at you while you're while you're washing. Yeah. Yeah, they have done. Yeah, to you. Yeah, to me. Oh, well, we better on separate not, occasions. We better not go down that road now because uh, we've had enough know. enough tears for Ashley on this particular blog chat. Gilberto <laughs> Silver, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ashley. Thank you very much to Gilberto Silver uh, for this week's blog chat. There will be another one, of course, on next week's Arscast. And to anybody listening out there. You've heard what can happen if you're in the shower. Make sure you lock the bathroom door because if not, you're going to be shampooing your hair and you know, you, you know, washing under the, you know, your 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 balls and things, and then you're going to sort of open your eyes and all of a sudden you'll see Glenn Roder peeking around the shower curtain. How disturbing would that be? Imagine if Glenn Roder and Gareth Southgate together were peeking around the shower curtain, and not good. Ugh. Sort of like uh, Zaphod from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. One being, but with those two heads. Southgate and Roder. 
<laughs> time to move swiftly on, I think. And now for a man who's taken time out from recording his debut album and for being Lindsay Lohan's sponsor in AA, uh, it's Arsene Wenger Hawkins. And this week, he's been presenting a game show. Hello, Mrs. Cheryl Cole from Girls Aloud. And welcome to Family Fortunes. I'm glad to see the rest of your family is here. Hello, Stumpy, Mayor, Megaflops, and Minchface. Okay, the question was a very simple one. We asked 100 members of our studio audience, what happens when your husband is a greedy fucking cunt who betrays the club who made him a star all because he thought he should get a few thousand pounds extra on top of the already outrageous amount of money he earns? They gave their answers, now it's up to you. You said, everyone loves him even more. Our survey said, Oh, bad luck. The next answer came from Stumpy, who said, He becomes a hero at his new club and everyone thinks he's a shining example of the modern-day footballer. Our survey said, What a shame. Mayor said, The people at his old club realize how much they miss him and long to have him back. Our survey said, How unlucky, my heart bleeds for you. Megaflops answered, he writes a best-selling book which everybody acclaims as a masterpiece and possibly the best football book of all time. Our survey said, Dear me, that is unfortunate. Finally, Minchface gave this answer. The football gods look down on the little cunt who has mocked them, and make him catch his knee on the back that passes for a pitch at his new club, and something goes pop then crunch inside his knee and he injures himself and rides around on the floor in terrible, agonizing pain crying like a little baby and wetting himself. Our survey said, Wow, that was 100 out of 100. You win our star prize, which is syphilis. Oh, what do you mean you already have it? Ungrateful bitch. Oh, yes. Thank you very much to quiz show host extraordinaire, Arsene Wenger Hawkins, who will be back next week with more Arsene Wenger Hawkinsness. Now, speaking of Ashley Cole, it was a very painful-looking incident, wasn't it, with his knee? And I know a lot of people thought it served him right, and I know a lot of people pointed and laughed and went, ha, 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 ha. But, you know, not me. I'm a caring, warm-hearted kind of a guy and I can forgive and forget and, and you know to see him lying there in pain crying out mommy help me how could you not be touched by that for me it brought back some very deep dark memories and you know who amongst us hasn't fallen over and hurt our knee at one stage so I thought what could I do to cheer him up and then it hit me what cheers up people more than a good song Exactly. So I got together with my garage band and, you know, all the built-in loops and synth things and everything. I decided I would make a song for Ashley. A nice, upbeat disco number, the kind that he likes. And I drafted in a, a very special guest vocalist as well. Some of you might recognize him. So here, without further ado, is my song for Ashley. Fucking con, 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 con. 
Thank you to Limmy.com for the vocals on that uh, kicking track. I'm sure he'll like that. Don't you think so? And next week, the Paul Oakenfold 12-inch white label remix of that will be hitting stores worldwide. Now let's try and answer a few of your questions that you sent in during the week. Uh, we'll start with uh, one that came in on the Arsbyte uh, system. Um, but unfortunately, so far, you were too close to the mic and uh, couldn't play the audio. Uh, she, wa- she had four questions, three of which I think we've answered during this, um, during this uh, Arscast uh, in the blog chat and, and at other stages. The last question was whether I thought we could go to Bolton and win in the FA Cup. Yes, I think we can, and I think we will. Um, not quite sure why, because our record up there is, is pretty crap, but I just have a feeling we can go there and win this time. Next question comes from somebody called H. Dandina, um, and I think he's having a poo while he's asking it. Uh, and I've just realized that I've uh, recorded over all the messages, and now I don't have time to go back and, and do them all again. Really sorry. Uh, basically, this was a guy going, and making strange noises and asking if I thought we'd see Jeremy Eliadier score this season. Uh, yeah, we just did, didn't we? I think he might score again. I think he might play in, in on Saturday against Borough if Adi, Adi Bayor is out, uh, which uh, may be a possibility as he's having a scan on a on a knee before he plays. He'll have a fitness test. Uh, then there was another question from MeanLean78 from ArsenalVision.co.uk asking about central midfield. And now that we've got uh, gone back to 4-4-2, is it a bit of a waste to have Diaby and Danielson there who are so promising? Not a waste at all. It's great to have uh, two very, very good players who can and step in, um, you know, when Gilberto or Seska aren't there. So I don't think that's a, a waste uh, in the slightest. And the other question was from Paul Darcy, I think it was, asking if he thought there was any chance of us taking Reyes back uh, and Reyes and Baptista being in the same team next season at Arsenal. I don't think there's any chance whatsoever of uh, Reyes coming back to Arsenal. Um, he may not go to Madrid, depending on what happens there, but I just do not see uh, for one second him coming back to Arsenal. Hopefully, uh, we can keep Baptista, uh, irrespective of what happens with uh, with Reyes and, and Madrid. Hopefully, we can keep him because I think uh, he's showing that he could be a, a very, very good player for us. So, hopefully, Baptista, yes. Reyes, no. There were as well a number of questions about Theo Walcott and about uh, his form and, and how he seems to be struggling a little bit at the moment. And we did cover that in, in, the, uh, in the blog chat with Gilberto Silver. Um, but let's remember, he is only 17. Um, he's playing out wide. He's not particularly strong yet. So even the wankiest little left back like that guy playing for Spurs um, physically is much stronger than him at the moment. So I think we just need to give him a bit of time, and it really was nice to hear him get a good reception going off, despite the fact that his performance wasn't um, as good as, as everybody might have hoped. Personally, I think you need to struggle a little bit to be able to uh, to learn the game. And uh, this, kind of, uh, this kind of period in his career when things aren't going well will stand him in good stead later on. Now then, time for another player history with the man in the bar. Hello, good evening. 
Hail and welcome. Another player history here with the man in the bar. Thanks very much for all your cards and letters. They're fantastic. And to Mary, who's in Letchworth, I can't come and sing for your child as he's going to sleep because I'm allergic to children. And more importantly, I hate you. Anyway, this week we're talking about John Jensen, who came from a mythical faraway land called Denmark. He was signed by Arsenal on the back of a great performance in the 1992 European Championships. You see, what had happened was all the Denmark players had gone their holidays, sitting on the beach they were on the top of the mountain, or doing other holiday things like sliding down yokes and, and building tree houses and things. When all of a sudden they all got a phone call on their great big mobile phone saying, Come back, will you, for fuck's sake? Them Yugoslavs are out because of the war, you see. So Denmark went back with not a thing to lose. Should have hadn't even been training. Most of them didn't even know who the others were. And John Jensen, you see, he scored a fucking magic goal in the final against Germany. Nobody expected them to win it, least of all John Jensen. And after that great goal, George Graham saw him and said, I'll have a bit of that, so I will. And he did have a bit of that. Signed him in, and then he went to the Arsenal team. Now, he had lovely curly hair, and he was a midfielder, but... After the goal, you see, everyone thought he'd be scoring for fun. And he didn't. He didn't score at all. In fact, it took him 98 games to fucking score a goal. And that was against Queen's Park Rangers. And we lost the game, 3-1. And there were no ocelots on the pitch at that stage. I tell you, that for fucking free. Anyway, after 98 games, all the people with the t-shirts in, I saw John Jensen score. Were right at last, they did see him score. They never saw him score again, though. That was his one and only Arsenal goal. He left in 1996 and went back to this mythical land called Denmark, where he became the manager of Brondby. But he retired last year, you see, after a big scandal in Denmark, when it was revealed he'd been having a passionate affair with Imelda Marcos, of all people, and had been wearing her shoes around the house. These days he can be found sitting in his flat in Copenhagen, just rocking back and forward to himself in the corner, saying the name Alan over and over again. That was the man in the bar, and he'll be back with another player history on next week's Arscast. The final thing before we go, as always, is our bet of the week. With thanks to our friends at bluesquare.com, that is www.bluesq.com. This week, Simon Wolf says, Thomas Rosicki came on and changed Rosicki. Came on. I, I never get that right. Thomas Rosicki came on and changed the game for Arsenal, adding a touch of class to the game, although the Czech star still can't seem to find the net on a regular basis. However, if you fancy him to break his premiership duck, you can back Rosicki to score at any time uh, and Arsenal to win the game at 11-2. to So if you fancy Thomas to score against Borough and Arsenal to win the game, you can get 11-2 to at bluesquare.com. That is www.bluesq.com. Dot com. Uh, that's it. This arse cast is over and done with. There'll be another one next week. Until then, take it easy. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 